A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. It's Friday the 29th of January. Welcome back to A Word for Today. We're looking at 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. I'll read these verses to you now. But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their sensuality, and because of them the way of truth will be blasphemed. And in their greed they will exploit you with false words. Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. Peter here is introducing uh, a large uh, section of material, uh, which is about half the material in his letter, dealing with the topic of false teaching. He wants his readers to grow up. Maturity is essential to survival, both in uh, physical life and in spiritual life. And he wants his readers not to be naive, not to fall prey to Satan's greatest tool, which is the false teacher. Uh, We have seen that this is Peter's last will and testament. And so he is speaking here with heartfelt passion. He's already rebuked his uh, listeners not to neglect the word of God, to make their faith real, to make their discipleship real and uh, to uh, know that they have a fixed reference point of truth in the Word of God. They don't need the interpretations of man to understand what the Word of God is saying. The Word itself provides the interpretations. Yes, we need preachers to explain those interpretations, but not to make the interpretations. And now we see he addresses the topic of false teachers who will oppose this. And just as false teachers or false prophets were usually the dominant force in the Old Testament history of God's people, so they will be a a predominant force in the church age. They are always going to be amongst us. They will be ever-present. They're not a temporary aberration. They are a normal part of church life, very sadly. As false teachers, they will, of course, be unappeasable. Only God is going to change their nature, which is, of course, it is their nature that is false as teachers, not just their teaching, but it is they themselves who are false. And their action, as Peter explains, is to secretly bring in destructive heresies, that's teachings smuggled in that will lead their listeners to hell. They will repudiate the gospel as they walk that road to hell taking as many people with them as they can, they will be popular. Many will follow their sensuality. They will appeal to fallen human nature, saying that self-expression and fulfillment is more important than a commitment to biblical purity. They will be encouraging people proudly to live out shameful human desires, fallen human desires. And for that reason, they're going to get great followings. They're going to be popular. But... The gospel, the way of truth, will be blasphemed. And now in verse 3, we come to their motive. Verse 3 says this, And in their greed, they will exploit you with false words. 
Their condemnation from long ago is not idle, and their destruction is not asleep. He's saying that the motive of these false teachers is greed. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean greed for money. It could be greed for lots of things, but it's whatever will advance their personal interests, be it popularity, recognition, a following, status, could be money, position, security, uh, whatever it is, that is the ground um, floor of their action. That's what they will be working to serve. And to do that, they will exploit you. Now, it's a very strong word, exploit. If somebody said to you, you know, you're exploiting me, you would be quite shocked to hear that because to exploit someone means to use them. And what it's saying is that these people are pitiless. They are ruthless in using people. They are not, don't see themselves as serving people. They see themselves as being served. They therefore want to use people. And to do that, they employ, as verse 3 puts it, false words. Now that uh, expression, uh, false, um, doesn't uh, describe necessarily just the words themselves, but rather the purpose that the words they use will serve. So just as the false teacher, even when he speaks the truth, will be serving a false purpose, so these false words will be serving a false purpose. Uh, another word to describe that original word for false, being translated false, would be molded or well-tuned. So they will use words that cunningly engage with their people. They will be skilled communicators. Uh, they will be words that uh, shape themselves to the circumstances and the individuals. They will be clever readers of people's personalities. They will know exactly what to say to get people on their side. And uh, that could include saying things that are true but it will always be in a context that corrupts and misleads. And so we see that these um, false teachers are without pity. You cannot appeal to their sense of uh, kindness or a sense of nobility or generosity of spirit. They are ruthlessly self-advancing. They are exploitative in using those around them, and they will use skillful means to do that. What is their destiny? Well, verse 3 um, talks about their destiny, and uh, we will uh, return to that important message tomorrow, that second part of verse 3. Heavenly Father, how shocking to see the ruthlessness of greedy false teachers who will stop at nothing to serve their own self-advancement and who will use every kind of false stratagem to do so. Please help us to understand this, to take it to heart, and to be wise and not naive as we engage in the world around us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.